Weirbies. This is my Andy and B. And today in the studios we have a guest, Graham. Hello, hello. Hey. This week's episode, we're going to be talking about queer ships or queer non-canons, canons of whatever media you like to get your content from, whatever medium. <laughs> Just you like general get. queer representation, the media exactly. or the lack of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have lots of feelings about it. Me too. Me too. I was really looking forward to this episode because this is like my favorite topic because I'm always on the internet and I'm always looking up like the gayest things. Mm-hmm. Like different mediums, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Completely. Totally. I wanted to ask y'all, what are queer canons, like queer relationships that you wish you saw on screen or in any media? For me, for an example, like Parks and Rec. If y'all, do y'all watch yeah. that? Any of y'all watch that? Between which characters? Um, Leslie Nope and Ann Perkins. Like, really? Yeah. Like I always thought that I wanted them to be together. <laughs> Just gal pals. Just gal pals, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Or just, like, people you feel like there's going to be some kind of relationship uh-huh. between them. I've been watching a lot of S7 show lately, so I really would have wanted to see Donna and Jackie oh together. That would be so good. Wouldn't it be? Because, like, they're such, like, complete opposites. Right. Yeah. I just feel like they would, like, hate fuck each other all the time. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like, even though they're opposites, they, like, understand each other, and they yeah. go to each other for all their problems. So right. it's, like, it's like, yeah, I hate you. You're not my type, but I get it. And they, right. they should get it together. Yeah. I feel like Donna would just get mad at jackie all mm-hmm. the time. do you think donna would be a top or a bottom because some people are like mm. very like you know overpowering with their personalities but also bottoms she seems in the verse you, she's a verse you yeah, think, I think oh, she seems like very top. take charge yeah i was gonna say a top as well yeah, yeah i think jackie would be like a pillow princess oh, absolutely yeah. no i thought she'd be a top because she's super bratty. jackie i know really I know. you think so yeah like a power yeah, I think, top i think they would yeah. fight over who should be the top right <laughs> <laughs> she surprised everybody and be like nah you think you're running shit actually i run oh shit. true because yeah, she's yeah. really bossy so she'd be like i need to boss this whole thing <laughs> <laughs> she could be like situation. like a princess type yeah like I, I don't know lipstick what is that lips like what a, a lipstick <laughs> lesbian is that what you're trying to say yeah. <laughs> oh man um well one of my favorite non-canons is it's not a canon but it should be um isa and frida from insecure oh. like i still I, need to watch that don't tell me anything need to watch it yeah, and you, you also whenever you watch it you need to know that frida is in love with isa you can oh my see God, it in every scene they're in together like she she really loves her and she's mm-hmm. always trying to get her to go to, for drinks right she's like let's go get drinks let's go get drinks my boss gave me her hbo account information Where? so i could watch insecure so shout out to my boss for that you the real mvp <laughs> right <laughs> get on that yeah you should it's so good and um i really hope in the this probably is never gonna happen but i really hope in the future seasons that they finally hook up because i think isa looks super <clears throat> queer sometimes mm-hmm. like she really is like i was discussing that with uh, my friend and i was like dude the way she dresses like the cartoon colors like her mm-hmm. little hair is always up she's always wearing fucking overalls like she looks so <laughs> queer maybe anyway. she just she just wants to be comfy maybe no <laughs> is that your aesthetic comfy that's yeah. my aesthetic comfy comfy but cute yeah <laughs> just, what about you graham 
Well, with all these superhero movies coming out, I just want to see Batman and Superman make out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's some queer superheroes. Okay, but out, be good. between them two, who do you think is the top and the bottom? <laughs> That's a tough... I think that'd be like a battle as well. That should be the premise <laughs> of the movie, you know? Like That's the Batman premise of the movie. Who's the top? Who should be the top? Yeah. Who's going to be on top? Yeah. I feel like, I feel like <laughs> epic battle. <laughs> but I feel like Superman would win just because, hey, it's Superman and... Yeah, yeah, Batman doesn't actually have prob- right. uh, powers. He right. just has money. Yeah, and I feel like he holds on more to that like dominance. But like Superman mm-hmm. is more vulnerable. Ooh, can be more one. vulnerable. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like Batman can be definitely vulnerable if you talk about like his daddy issues. Oh, like who's gonna bring true. that up in the bedroom though? Like that's weird. Mm, true. <laughs> who would who mm. would you uh, who would Spider Man? I think Spider-Man would be first. I mean, the dude is limber. I mean, <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. I don't think he'd just settle for one position. <laughs> limber as fuck. Limber as fuck. Yeah. Man. Yeah, like, there isn't much queer media. So, mm-hmm. like, the fact that we have to do all this and, like, hope that there could be these, you know, these relationships. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we have to, like, forge relationships with whatever we're watching. Oh, has anyone ever seen the Josie and the Pussycats movie? Like the live action A film? long time ago. Like, okay. It's been a, like 10 plus years, I think. Oh, man. Okay, well, Josie and Valerie, like the bassist that was played by Which Rosario. ones are those? Like, I know, I, I remember Josie's there was a redhead. The one. Yeah, the redhead, right? Yeah, and then Valerie was Rosario Dawson. Uh, oh. oh. Yeah. <laughs> I am very gay for Rosario Dawson. Uh, same. But I also hate Eric Andre then. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I am I am also bitter about it, but you know what? They they seem happy, so I'm gonna no, I'm just kidding. I that. love Eric Andre. They can be together. You I, will you will allow it, my <laughs> I try not to think about it because I just can't believe that she's not dating me. <laughs> <laughs> just keep thinking that. Yes. Right. <laughs> but I'm happy for them. If they're happy, then I'm happy. So you know? what about Josie and the Pussycats? Like oh, um, I watched the movie fairly recently, like in my adult age, and mm-hmm. I was able to see that like Valerie was completely in love with Josie, like she was in love with her completely. Um, from like the first scene, she just couldn't keep her eyes off her. It was really gay, and I was like, why aren't they ending up together at the end of this movie? Because Hollywood can't have that. <laughs> I know you can't have more than one gay on screen. No. Also, like, uh, you can't like like they already have Rosario Dawson in Josie and the Pussycats. They can't add gay on top of that. Like, come on, that's not good for Hollywood. It's too much diversity. <laughs> yeah, too much. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> We've got one brown person here. So. Right. <laughs> she. I think she is the only brown person in that entire movie. No, no. There was a. There was a. What's his face from Scrubs in the boy band? But they died and then came back at the end of the movie. So I don't, oh, really like, don't remember. Was he in nine hundred two one hundred two? The bald dude. Yeah. Oh, Donald. Yeah. Faison. I don't know. He was what's his face's name. best best friend in Scrubs, On right? Scrubs. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I, I know you're talking about. Did he pass away? Was that? Did is he? that no? Is no. he dead? I don't think so. No, this is someone else. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Never Damn, mind. Damn, you're about to that. break my heart. I was like, what? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> There's also um, Broad City. Oh, yeah. 
Abby and Alana. I am they a really bad millennial because I've only watched like a couple of episodes. That's fine. It's, it's I'm okay. trash. It's fine. The it's if you're like conscious in this non-conscious world, it kind of is like problematic. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, okay, like I have sometimes. shows that I will not defend because they're problematic. Like it's always sunny in Philadelphia is like the oh, worst show, but so it's one of my favorites <laughs> though. But I'm not going to say that, like, it's not problematic. Like, if someone told me, like, that show is shit, I'm like, yeah, it is. And I still, like, consume it because I'm trash, you know? <laughs> like, so, but I I remember watching a couple of episodes of Brasse and I really liked it. Yeah. So I just yeah. haven't, like, just gotten back on. But everyone's like, do you watch it? I'm like, no, because I'm late to everything. No, that makes sense. No, but you watch, like, Games of Thrones. Game of Thrones? Yeah, <laughs> I am, because I'm also trash. <laughs> Isn't there a little brother and sister little thing going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. Thrones? Yeah. Like, like incest? Incest, incest yeah. 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 <laughs> My face right now, I'm just... <laughs> you're, I think you're the only one that's... That, do you watch that too? Here and there, yeah. I I'm like keep like up with it. Fan. Yeah, I actually keep up well, I keep up with it and I keep up with the seasons. I don't try to keep up with a lot of the storylines because I'm like, these weird-ass fucking names, like, I can't, like, figure out who is who, so whatever. I just kind of... Yeah. Like, I watched it when I was in college and I think I was, like, super depressed because I was in Beaumont, so I just... I pretty much played it while I dissociated it and then I eventually got past the first season and I just sat there and I was like, I don't know what just happened. Like, I don't... I don't know who who's who. I don't know what the storyline is. I was really just there for the dragon queen person. And then <laughs> oh, yeah. they, stopped, they stopped putting her on the show and I just stopped caring. Like I was like, where is she? Like, I don't care. She's about still there. Stuff. I mean, I, I, like as far as like uh, time, oh. how, like the screen time she was getting. Yeah. It got less and less and less. She got like a on, shitload like, on this like recent season. I don't want to watch it anymore. Yo, that's fair. I don't want to try. I don't. No, you know what? I'm not making you. Is that I person going to die? What the, the, the character? Uh, as far as I know, I don't know. I don't think so. Oh. She's kind of an important character right now. Mm-hmm. But they kill everyone, so whatever. It's mm-hmm. fine. Like, it, it's yeah, fair game. Weird. Yeah. Interesting. It's yeah. fair Game of Thrones. Um, so, like, what, what other... So, what queer media do y'all indulge in? Or whatever medium? Mm. What do you like to... Like, medium? Yeah, or anything. So, like, like I TV guess... TV shows or anything? Yeah, TV shows, music, movies. Well, for me, I think uh, Noah's Ark was a groundbreaking show for me as a queer person of color just Mm -hmm. to see these three-dimensional characters um, who happen to be queer and black um, Mm -hmm. that really opened my eyes Mm -hmm. because even as a black queer person because there wasn't really much representation in the media I had no idea what it meant to be black and gay Mm -hmm. and so when I saw that show um, Mm -hmm. it it really just stuck with me and um, unfortunately lasted two seasons and I think they made a movie but yeah, they need to bring it back. Interesting. <laughs> Anything queer doesn't last. Yeah, I've never yeah. heard of that. What is that? Me neither. Um, it was on um, what was the big queer network? Uh, uh, logo? logo. Logo. It was on Logo a few years ago, and yeah, it was really popular. But they decided to end it, unfortunately. Is Logo still a thing? Right? I don't know. I'm sorry. Once RuPaul's Drag Race left Logo, I was like, what's the point of watching? Yeah, I was like, that was like the number one show. Yeah. 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 Dang, I think I was like slacking on a lot of queer representation. No, same. Like, I I mean, I think we all have the right. I mean, because it's just not really there. It's so niche. You have to like hear about it to actually see it. It's not like you're going to see a commercial for it or be like, you know, posters everywhere. You have to like actually be seeking it out. Yeah. You have to like ask people. 
hey what what are some like queer things happening in the media we should know about like mm-hmm. it's not one of those things where i could like easily find it like on netflix or whatever like i have to like ask people like where have they seen it where mm-hmm. have they heard and all that yeah and like netflix's selection is pretty trash when it comes it's to it's very like, trash yeah. Yeah. yeah i know um youtube has a few good like web series mm-hmm. yeah that's um, my favorite medium i love web yeah. series mm-hmm. what my favorite so far is like brown girls it's so good. It was like kind of modern, but also like is that a web series age. too? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's on um, Ven Venmo Venmo. I watch it straight off their website. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. you can stream all what is it six, eight, seven, eight episodes? Very uh, not that many episodes. All the episodes are pretty short, which really is torture because the show is so good. Mm-hmm. I think like the entire series is about a good forty-five minutes. So, so yeah. oh, in, in total, yeah, because yeah. it's like a web series, so it's six to eight minutes yeah. per episode. <laughs> I think for me, it's a toss-up between music and television as far as, like, how I want to consume my queer media. Um, Music in the sense that, like, I've been going to shows on and off since I was, like, 14. And at the time, I didn't know, like, if I was queer or not or was, like, questioning or whatever. But, like, as a older adult, um, (laughs) I always like (laughs) listening. What's that? I always like listening to music that's either like queer fronted or POC fronted. It's a little bit harder to find music that's both. But like these days, I really like enjoy listening to music that comes from people that I can relate with. Right. What's the music? What? Well, I listen to like, like, well, obviously like Tegan and Sarah, duh. Um, but like smaller, like punk bands and hardcore bands too is generally what i consume a lot of because like i don't know like from the last episode we were talking about like with anna that like uh punk is political and it really is and i feel like a lot of like angsty queer music comes from punk music and so that's kind of like where i will find a lot of the music that i'm talking about that's like queer and poc fronted um is in that genre um but television too like so i i like music but i want to see more representation television mostly because as someone who's bisexual i never get representation on screen of people who are bisexual like i'll either see straight or gay but i'll never see someone who's in between and specifically i'm talking about like alice from the l word right that was like (laughs) the a shitty like representation of what it's like to be bisexual because with alice the characters in the show treat her sexuality like garbage Mm -hmm. on one hand it's kind of like oh yeah like in real life like that's how i would be treated but at the same time it's like i think the way that we'll be able to deconstruct this stigma around people who are bisexual that are seen as like greedy or like they don't know if they're really gay or straight is how we're going to consume the media of how people treat these kinds of people right Mm -hmm. And just by seeing the way that the lesbian characters or the queer characters treat Alice, like, I think that we could have done better with that. Oh, because, yeah. like, The L Word is supposed to be, like, the first, like, mainstream lesbian show. And there's just, I mean, I have a lot of feelings about The L Word in general, but that specifically, like, really bugged me the way that the, um, Alice was treated. Yeah, the, it's biphobic, transphobic. Right. It, oh, yeah. There's <laughs> lots of problems with the show, but yeah. whatever. Um, and then Maureen, and I don't know if you guys like watched the movie Rent or seen the play or whatever. Oh. I've only seen the film. Uh, same with Maureen. Like Maureen is a bisexual character in the show, but I mean the show in the movie, um, and in the in the 
play but at least in the movie she's portrayed as also greedy or also like a sexual deviant and i'm like that's not how like bisexual people should be accurately represented but whatever this is all this is the best i'm gonna get so i don't know if we've gotten better with it i you just you guys figured out i'm really bad keeping up with shows and shit like that so maybe we have maybe i just haven't seen it but those are like the two main like bisexual characters that come to my mind that i'm like yeah like that was shitty we can do better mm-hmm. so i don't know like like i said it's a toss-up between music and television music i find i more solace in it versus television though right because you want to see someone that's kind of like you right um, who is queer and brown right and i don't see that and and also the two characters i mentioned are both white women oh yeah see <laughs> they're thin white women so i'm like great like i don't even get to see someone who's like queer and like brown right cool mm-hmm. like fuck me i guess <laughs> yeah you're invisible by the state <laughs> <laughs> basically i'm just gonna cry it's fine <laughs> I have my shoulder here. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, all of the reasons you talked about, which are completely valid, and I definitely agree, is the reason why I uh, am drawn to web series so much. Because mm-hmm. they cut out the middleman. They cut out the whole network thing. You yeah. can look like anything. You can be anyone. And some, honestly, some of the times, a lot of the web series, they don't even really know how to act that well. But they're there, and yeah. you see them. And I still appreciate it. I mean, last night, I was watching an, uh, a web series I've never watched before. And... Um, it was uh, all like black lesbians and they were all so beautiful and the acting mm-hmm. was trash. The story was <laughs> not that good, but I still ate it up because I was still like, okay, yeah, this is dope. Like I can see myself in these characters. They're doing their thing. They're all brown and beautiful and shit. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that's amazing. Um, so I will definitely find some good web series for you because I feel like yeah. that's definitely the way to get more representation. Um, either right. with web series, not, I wouldn't really say indie films cause indie films still play into that whole like right. thin, beautiful. I'm sorry. Blue is the warmest color is trash to me. I'm sorry. I hate that movie so much. It's literally there just for the sex scenes. Right. The sex scenes aren't even that good. They're like Was this switching. a man who directed? The yes, yes. Exactly. It's a man. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like they're too busy. A straight man. They're too busy like switching every five seconds to even enjoy yeah. anything. Like if someone's telling me to move every two seconds, I would be like, no, we're not. Yeah, we're not. What are you doing? We're not doing that. Right. I'm like, what is this? Fucking twister? Like, 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 no, I'm trying to lay on my back and just enjoy this. Like, I'm not moving. I'm kind of starfish for the night. What are you doing? So what's the the stuff that you listen to or watch? Uh, Okay. So there's one... Oh man, I should have wrote these down. There's yeah, one same, called like, New down. York, <laughs> New York Girls or New York TV or something. That's one that's really cool. That one's an older one. Um, it has multiple seasons, and at first it starts off really, really bad, and then it gets really, really good. And you can actually tell that I'm like, all right, somebody took some acting classes over classes over the weekend. Like, get it, get it. Mm-hmm. And then um, Brown Girls. There's a uh, I Gay like a folk. lot of short, huh? Gay as folk, queer as folk, queer as folk. Is it Queer as Folk? Oh, that show was so white. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I can't get into like, it. No I tried to watch color. it. I tried to watch it, and I was like, yeah, it's really white. Yeah. And um, I watched L Word just for nostalgia purposes, but I mean, oh, gosh. 
you know everyone makes me mad like my nose that's why my starting to laugh because every time i'm watching it i'm like texting them like why why like what is this like what's going on here like, you know <laughs> i never watched it like as a kid like all my other friends were watching the l word and i was like what's that and i never like had a way to watch it and now like it's on netflix and i'm like i'm gonna just watch it like because everyone made such a big deal about it i hate it but i was so dedicated <laughs> to finishing it i mm-hmm. sat down finished it even though i hated every second of it basically mm-hmm. and <laughs> I just watched it I was like this is trash like I'm so glad I wasn't consuming this as like as a young budding like questioning queer because Mm -hmm. then I kind of felt like I would internalize a lot of that stuff you know Mm, (laughs) so I'm glad I could watch it for the first time as sort of like I guess woke or whatever because Mm -hmm. then I can be like at least appreciate from the surface level like what it is you know right. and it's kind of sad that like we have to be like this acting is trash or like this storyline's trash but i'm gonna take it anyway because that's the only representation we have I hate watch it <laughs> yeah i yeah. hate watching nope. right <laughs> i don't like this but you know what i'm gonna support it <laughs> right because you mentioned about that web series with like all the beautiful black uh, black lesbians yeah. you said and you were like the acting's trash and i was just thinking yeah because we have to take what we can get yeah <laughs> That's literally it. I mean, it is what it is. And I imagine, like, with um, MLM media, it's even worse, probably, right? Yeah, it's... I mean, it's funny you say about you didn't watch L Word growing up. Mm-mm. I feel the same way about Queer as Folk. I would have mm-hmm. internalized a lot of that. Like, oh, I am I can only be a beautiful gay man if I'm, you know, white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah so I I'm, I'm so glad. Yeah. I have To be honest, I've never even watched Queer as Folk. I haven't either. <laughs> this is yeah. my first time hearing about it, actually. I'm like, what's that? Yeah, I haven't <laughs> seen it either. Yeah. Um, I was just like doing research and people were like, oh, that's probably what you should watch. And I was like, oh, I'll look at that. I'm going to pass on that. There's not enough melody yeah. on the screen. <laughs> right, exactly. I didn't watch the L Word till last summer. So like, don't feel bad, Graham. Like I was very well, late on that. There's a the whole, you know, like thing with bringing shit back. So mm-hmm. how do y'all feel about it? Like, yeah, I was going to ask. I was going to watch the, the, the reboot. Yeah. yeah. Um, Wait, I'm sorry. Which revival is this? The L word. Oh, the L word. Oh, okay. Because I know Will and Grace. Yeah, and that. Yeah. You know what? I never watched Will and Grace. Me either. Yeah. Like, wow. Why are we bad at being gay? We're horrible gays. We're horrible gays. We're so bad. We're just trying to figure ourselves out. (laughs) Um, Am I gonna watch a reboot? Uh, probably just for shits and giggles. I think. I don't think I'm like actually genuinely invested in it. I think I'm just gonna like watch it because i want to like i get fomo easily so i want to watch it <laughs> yeah well i I think they've been getting a lot of backlash from like all the previous stuff from last you know the last time yeah. that they aired like the way that they treated the trans character in that show was horrible yeah that and just like there wasn't enough diversity yeah all the There's women only, were white yeah like everyone was thin yeah mm. yeah except one uh it was Beth's sister but she was straight kit? so it was yeah kit but oh. i mean we well, you know what so I kind of read like the backstory to the creation of L Word yeah. and the actress who played the biracial woman, she, it was her idea to bring that into the show. Originally, oh, Jessica Beale? Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Beale? Jennifer Beale. Yeah. Jennifer Beale, like Jessica Beale, what? Um, yeah, I was like, wait, I don't think famous yet. But no, um, and so, yeah, I mean, originally that wasn't even going to be brought up. So, oh, like really? her, her yeah. being biracial? Yeah, about her being biracial. Because I remember there's one what? episode where she's at that group therapy. Oh, yeah. And, you know, she's... Talking oh to the, the yeah and she's like hey you know oh I they get into it this. yeah, they, yeah they, they really they, got into they it just, um, yeah because yeah. there was like another uh, another black woman in the therapy session and she like came for bet 
Mm-hmm. It was like yep. they wind up. Yeah, they like came for each other because like, yeah. hello, I'm here to collect you. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I've got my receipts. <laughs> yeah, yeah wow. just like dragged her and was like, "Oh, you're a queer person of color, and you'd never talk about it." Blah blah blah. I think like, she was coming after her because she was a biracial black woman. She never like talked about like being black. I right. think that's mm-hmm. if I remember that episode. Yeah, correctly. that's exactly yeah. what it was. Yeah. the woman was pretty much like, "How can you speak on certain issues when you're like incredibly?" passing in your whole life you live your you live your life as a white woman unless right. being black is brought up yeah <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Mm-hmm. like being brought up as being black is it only happens when it's convenient for you yeah yeah yeah. I know people like that. Damn. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> I think we all do. Yeah. It's like, oh, you want to, you know, use up that adjacentness? Okay. <laughs> like, oh, now you want to pull the black or brown card when it's convenient? Okay, got you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I can't turn, I wish I could turn that off. I'm pretty visibly brown. Like, I yeah. wish I could be like, no, I'm white. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, no, I'm pretty brown. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, and I wanted, uh, I guess to talk about, I guess like Houston stuff. So like with Mm -hmm. Houston being so big, we do lack a huge, you know, like support system when it comes to like queer media or representation in media. I think that like going back what I was mentioning earlier about like punk being political, um, ever since I came out as queer, I haven't really been going to shows as much. I mean, granted, I'm just fucking lazy and tired all the time. Next, like a girl works like a full time job, so I'm like, no, True I'd rather millennial. sleep. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like I'd rather just fucking sleep. Um, <laughs> yes, 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 yeah. yeah. But it's like, like fuck adulting, right? Just fucking sleeping. Yeah, let me just fucking sleep. <laughs> Goodbye. Don't ask me to hang out. Like I'm, uh, Netflix, fuck sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there we go. There we right, go. but it's like ever since I came out as queer, I don't know. I felt very. Um, um, not alienated, but it's like I didn't know anyone else that was like me in like the punk or hardcore scene here. Right. Like I didn't know anyone else that came out as queer was like visibly queer. I think the only like closest thing I knew was um, a, a person I knew at the time um, was transgender. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was like the closest thing to even some kind of like queerness because they were like, you know, he is a straight guy. So it's like not oh, right. like, yeah, like, like, mm, like not queer but eh, like you fall under the lgbt umbrella still so i'll I'll take that i guess right but yeah like i didn't know anyone in the scene that was like openly out right Mm -hmm. and so i don't know like i just realized that i just didn't really quite fit in so i just kind of like stopped like showing up to a lot of shows um but like with that being said i think that the queer thing about Houston is the art scene. And so I'm glad that there is a queer scene here. Mm -hmm. I just think that the only queer scene is like the art scene here. Well, before we um, get into all that, um, I want to introduce our guest, Graham. Um, hello, hello. 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 <laughs> you haven't been sitting there. Who are you? <laughs> who, who is this whoa, guy? Who I are just, you here? I just whoa. <laughs> magically um, floated whoa. here. <laughs> yeah, so Graham and I met because... Um, uh, we were going to work together on a play mm-hmm. that he um, did. And so he's a part of the art scene here and also is featured in mm-hmm. Outsmart Magazine and oh. Legacy Community. Kind of health. adding some color to Outsmart Magazine. Right. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit. Just a, just a little. Just a little. Just a little. Yeah. So yeah, um, you want to go in on, on like other you know things that you do? Because I know you're an activist in the community also along with like yeah. media trying to 
pick that up and you know create some kind of scene here mm-hmm. yeah i i mean i'm really modest um so i don't consider you know, myself an i just <laughs> you know i just do things uh. well i don't like i mean i don't consider myself an activist i just consider myself woke um and i kind of have to be as a queer person of color yeah, yeah. You know? i mean um the mike brown thing that was a wake-up call for me um and I realized, you know, I'm not definitely not a politician. Um, I was like, you know, what can I do? Well, I really like art. So let me just start, you know, representing uh, black and brown people more mm-hmm. through my art. Um, mm-hmm. And that's one way I feel I can support the Black Lives Matter movement mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. is through that. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I do. I've written a play, you know. Um, Michael Johnson and sorry I get really nervous when I'm talking about myself um, <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. Um, let me stroke your ego <laughs> yeah. let's gas you up a little bit <laughs> um, and so yeah and I also paint as well um, mm-hmm. do a little bit of that um, I'm actually gonna gonna try to launch my my art next month Ooh, cross nice. my fingers we'll see how that goes yeah so. you plug that in let you us know you can invite us to the gallery absolutely yeah. we'll be there so you're a little absolutely. soft queer I pay <laughs> <laughs> depending on the situation yes <laughs> that's awesome um, yeah so you do like a lo- um, also some advocacy work for HIV and AIDS yes yeah um, do that as well um, I got in with that um, through Legacy um, mm-hmm. one of my best friends he used to work there and so the play actually Michael Johnson, the man who failed America, yeah, is about um, the young man in Indianapolis. He's a black college student, um, and six men accused him of having sex with him and not telling them about his HIV status. Um, and so he was sent to prison for thirty years, and only recently he actually accepted a plea deal, and so he, it got reduced to ten years. Um, but the reason why I felt, um, you know writing this play and showcasing it was so important was because when we tend to hear about HIV criminalization, it's very, um, it's like in your face, like, oh my God, you mm-hmm. know, this guy affects right, people. Yeah. And, you know, it's, there's, to me, there's rape to infect and then there's consensual sex. And Michael, yeah. all his, it was all consensual yeah. sex. Yeah. And one of the young men who, you know, accused him after he found out that Michael was positive he went back and had sex with him again so it's kind of tricky you know how you know it's it's like a he said versus mm-hmm. he said type thing right. there's no like scientific proof like oh does his strain match that of the accusers right. you know um so it's just a very unfortunate situation yeah. and it ties into the whole you know um prison you know for profit yeah. prison yeah. industrial system right. what have you and locking up all these black and brown men um yeah so and, when you wrote the play what did you learn about our judicial system um did you that it's fucked yeah <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> fucked um it because yeah because it was obviously unfair because I, yeah. I read the script with you and mm-hmm. you were gonna yeah, I mean, like the prosecutor, for instance, I mean, he was, you know, plastering Michael's penis for everyone to see as, yeah. you know, like his dick is just some dangerous, like, thing, thing you right. gotta watch out for. And I mean, he was objectified and demonized, which unfortunately, a lot of uh, black men of who are queer have to deal with right. mm-hmm. being right. ob- 
objectified. I mean, not. I don't want to like. For women, it's harder. I'm not. No, saying, you yeah, know, yeah, It's harder, yeah. but you know, for uh, black gay men, yeah. we do get objectified. Yeah, because the whole Definitely. AIDS ec- epidemic, you know, mm-hmm. um, and how and Reagan. Oh yeah, how he just he he ignored it. I mean, he and I think they recently released some audio recording of uh, I guess his uh, chief of staff or whoever laughing when um, one of the press people was like, "Hey, you know, have you heard about this new gay cancer?" And the guy was like, "You know, gay (laughs) cancer? Oh God, you know, like." So unfortunately, it wasn't taken seriously, you know, until yeah. Well, you mentioned yeah, yeah, like you mentioned. (laughs) You know, a second ago about uh, black men being ob- objectified, especially when it comes to the conversation about HIV and AIDS. Like mm. I was reading up about uh, the Michael Johnson case uh, earlier today, and that study showed that um, black men, when it comes to being criminalized for like I guess spreading HIV and all that, that they're criminalized uh, at much higher rates than their yeah. white counterparts, and yes. they have and they receive harsher sentences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, no surprise there. Because oh, the system's fucked. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like pitted against black and brown individuals. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, honestly, it's legalized slavery. To be yes. Yeah. Completely yeah. Honest. Yeah. That documentary 13th really opened up my eyes. Oh, wow. It was. Like that. That was which documentary? So 13th. 13th? It's, it's heavy. on Netflix. Yeah. It, it okay. was. Ava. Du- I don't know how to pronounce her last name, but. Yeah. Um, Ava Duvel. Du- I don't want to butcher it. But. <laughs> Um, she's the director. D-O-V-I. Never mind. Yeah. It's on Netflix. She's the one who directed Selma, for those who are confused. Okay. It's a heavy-packed documentary. Like, it took me, like, two days to watch it. Because it's very long. And it's very draining. Yeah, I don't think I finished it. I was watching it with my friend, and we were, like, falling asleep. And I was crying a lot, and I was just like, I'd rather go to sleep, and then I couldn't finish yeah. it, because mm-hmm. it is really heavy. Yeah. It's a lot. And, like, I guess also I want to remind everyone that, like, your oppression is not you, you know? Right. Um, I think that we should enjoy ourselves, because with us being so conscious, you know, like I said earlier, like, in a non-conscious world, like, sometimes it's kind of hard to pull away mm-hmm. from thinking about social justice issues, especially yeah. us being queer mm-hmm. and brown and black right. and stuff. Um I don't know. I think we all should have some kind of self-care also at the same yeah. time. Yeah. You know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, go eat processed food. <laughs> <laughs> go watch that trash show. Yeah. Yeah. Go indulge in some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, why did you think it was important to do the play? Um, again, I just want people to have like an, a deeper understanding Mm-hmm. of HIV and to let people know that it's still you know an epidemic it's still going on like mm-hmm. um, within the black community the rates are still rising mm-hmm. um, the CDC came out with a, a report a couple of years ago that said one in two gay black men will become HIV positive so that's I mean and unfortunately we're not talking about it. I mean it's, it's kind of died down from you know act up in the 1980s mm-hmm. and you know when the queer white men were you know dying on the streets and um you know, like demanding the president and, you know, Congress, like, listen, you know, we're dying here and you guys aren't doing anything. Um, And they were very effective in in bringing their point across. Um, But unfortunately, you know, now that people are able to take medication that can, you know, let them live long Mm -hmm. lives, we've kind of, 
forgotten about it in a sense. Yeah. Or we don't really take Isn't it Isn't it like seriously. really expensive, that medication? It can be. Yes, it can be. Um, uh, Which is just another yeah. way for black and brown people to... Like if it like to to like to suffer from that because it if right. it's really expensive like it's not the, accessible yeah it's it's right. it's not right. accessible right exactly and then you know with Trump still trying to destroy you know affordable Hell healthcare yeah. for everyone yeah it, it puts HIV positive people in limbo you mm-hmm. know because right. yeah it's like yeah not it's affordable just really sad. yeah, yeah um, uh, and like he just went to a anti LGBT like rally. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. <sighs> Actually, apparently Fusting. I read somewhere that he is the only president that's ever gone to a anti LGBT rally and spoken at one. I'm not I just want to find like one of those stupid gays for Trump and be like, so what do you think now? Like, right. Can you go collect your boy, please? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Gay, gay Republicans for Trump. And I'm like, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Maybe uh, if, if we were white and put in the form of a rap, like people will pay attention to us more. Shots fired. Well, what shots? What shots? I'm not. I'm not shooting any shots right now. I'm just speaking my mind. Stan's coming for you. Yeah, there's. Um, I guess there's just like a lot of. Um, yeah, I guess shit with like Eminem and oh my god <laughs> I don't know it's, it's so have... ridiculous like white people get it together yeah, <laughs> yeah, like... seriously. I mean to be fair like it, it's like it I think Indisha put it really well I think on one on my Facebook post I can't remember what she said but oh yeah because that dude was getting on my fucking nerves yeah and it's really annoying because like I see this all the time where people just be like I can't believe this is happening what kind of world do we live in? Oh my God, when did, when did this start happening? And it's like, bitch, yeah, <laughs> it's been happening. Right. We've right. been we've been talking about it. We've been complaining about it. We've right. been mm-hmm. uh, trying to voice it and you keep shutting us up. And right. now it has to take for someone that looks like you to say something for you to be like, right. oh my God, like <laughs> the world when did I like I just woke up and it's not <laughs> right. crazy beautiful anymore it's, like what is it and it's also like it's frustrating I can cri- <laughs> like me as a brown woman I can sit here and criticize the system that lets a white rapper like Eminem like shoot bars about some very basic things about Donald Trump but why is it that a black football player like Colin Kaepernick just does a simple thing like kneeling during the national anthem he gets fucking torn down for that mm-hmm. like there is a double standard between the two. Oh yeah absolutely so yeah, that's why I'm like absolutely. you know that's why I am frustrated with it I don't think that um, again I'm not the ambassador for all black and brown people obviously but at least for me my frustration comes not at Eminem but that Eminem is a product of of the system that works for him. Oh, right. And that's what we're, yeah. and that's what I'm frustrated with. That right. like, he can do this, um, and basically be, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, consequence free. Mm-hmm. Right. Complicit. Yeah. Basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the reason that's why we need more allies. Yeah. yeah. Allies that, but allies that don't shut people down allies that are like give people credit for it's due because right. what al uh, what eminem said is nothing new yeah like we've literally all special. been saying that mm-hmm. it's like right, dude like right. everyone's been pissed off since about at least what 2012 like why are you just now putting something out like yeah why are you just not talking about it and right. why all of a sudden is everyone like 
praising you like you just said something so revolutionary like are you really columbusizing <laughs> are you really columbusizing the revolution right now like mm-hmm. ugh. anyway anyway <laughs> anyway I think, I think the white allies need to look at meryl streep's golden globe speech i mean because she pointed out her privilege oh in that, yeah and she said you know i have this point of privilege where i'm able to say this mm-hmm. um and i i mean i was very touched by her mm-hmm. speech right. for one i thought you know she she brought some very good points across and, and mm-hmm. was very effective in her mm-hmm. statement. Um, I really enjoyed, I don't remember his name, but he plays the officer in Stranger Things. Yeah, I love yeah. him. That was about his speech? Yeah, oh, yeah. that like yeah. gave me goosebumps because he, he hit every fucking across the board like yeah. from immigration nothing to but respect for my yeah. president the cop from stranger things <laughs> <laughs> and like the only cop I you know like i i know we don't all need white heroes mm-hmm. but like if you have a platform to you know talk about the good in the community or you know what you're doing or there can be good in the community i think you should promote that yeah you know? especially mm-hmm. if you have a huge ass Platform. Right. Yeah. I think Eminem does have a song about something about him being like, if I were black, like some. I don't remember the song, but it says some along the lines of him being like, oh yeah, if I were black, like I wouldn't like like be selling as much records mm-hmm. or like wouldn't be getting as much attention. So I'm like, cool. But that was like one song, and I kind of feel like you are in a black dominated like industry. I kind of feel like you need to do a better job of uplift, uplifting black voices. Like, right. but you know, that's just me, whatever. No. Well, my issue with him is I can't forgive him for the years of homophobia. Oh, right. Yeah. His lyrics. Yeah. I mean, this dude said, when is there, I think if my, like if my dad was a fag, I'd shoot him or some, something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, some yeah, shit. Like, yeah. So that sounds like something Eminem. Yeah. I, <laughs> really. I just took this anti-Trump thing. He said with a grain of salt, I was like, okay, yeah. whatever. And, mm-hmm. and like you all said, We've heard it before. We've been saying it. Yeah. You know. Um, right. Yeah. And like, I guess a- along with that, there's just been a bunch of stuff happening um, in the media also, especially with the Harvey dude, mm. the director. Oh, Harvey uh, yeah. Weinstein. 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 Yeah. 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 Um, I'm sure there, <laughs> there are some other big male executives who are shivering. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. Pissing their pants. But yeah. I mean, all the women are like coming. There's a lot of women coming yeah. out. Um, yeah saying stuff about the industry and how, you know, sexual assault is like, um, prominent and prevalent, Mm -hmm. you know? Yep. Um, I really wish I could remember his name. Um, the one from, uh, Brooklyn nine, nine, um, um, from Island, whatever. No, no, no. Um, he came forward. He's Terry, Terry. I I can't remember his last name, but Cruz. Yeah. He did say he he came forward and he's like, yeah, I was sexually assaulted by this guy too. Mm -hmm. And I think, and, it kind of blows my mind that people think that just because he's like this big black guy that like it's so unbelievable that right. he would also be a victim of sexual assault too. So it's yeah. going back to the whole thing about like, you know, black men being objectified mm-hmm. or ostracized for like right. coming forward with like really anything, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and that makes me scared about like queers that want to be in the industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I just yeah. saw recently um, MTV was like sitting out a, a thing for non-binary individuals, like kind of like to have a show like the real world. Um, and I thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. But when I thought more about it, I was just like, I don't know. That's you're exploiting this, you know, marginalized. Yeah. People. You know, um, and it's kind of unhealthy, like especially if you mm-hmm. don't know yourself well enough and then you're mm-hmm. just going to get on screen and get exploited because of who mm-hmm. you are as an individual especially MTV like yeah we all know what kind of content that is and I think they're owned by Viacom and are they it's yeah the whole media stuff is manipulated to what you can watch and what Mm -hmm. you know like who you're watching blah Mm -hmm. blah blah 
mm-hmm. or what you're watching also right um, and, and like especially <clears throat> if you're gonna be like queer and involved in media somehow it's like the bigger the company you're gonna be working for the more you have to like be careful about offending the straights you oh, know what i mean yeah like so it's it's like what indisha was saying that like the best way to like consume queer media is like through web series these yeah. days because mm-hmm. there's no middleman mm-hmm. yeah like i i don't want to say the company but um i work in the industry also in the entertainment industry it's most of them. no no. <laughs> <laughs> no i don't want to lose my job yeah. no. <laughs> but yeah i've have experienced that hierarchy also Mm -hmm. like if you're in a lower position and you don't have that power Mm -hmm. there is a a hierarchy because you know they're they can people up in the chains can fucking destroy you and make sure you won't ever work again in the industry which is wild Uh and i think that's important you're saying that because a lot of people are saying well why did these women wait so long to say anything yeah and it's like they literally have their careers in their hands yeah Mm -hmm. so it's like if you even think about speaking out it's you're done yeah might as well Mm -hmm. go apply to mcdonald's like after you get done with your movie (laughs) like bye right right which sucks and And it's really scary yeah um when that whole stuff came out with him, the Harvey guy, um, I thought about Aziz's show, Master of None, yeah. where there was an episode where his co-host... Was um, being, uh, what was it, like harassed? Har- he was like harassing people. I mean, yeah. it was like smallest, like, like um, I guess it was verbally harassing people opposed to sexually, which I'm sure Aziz has heard about sexual harassment, and that's why he talked about it in, in the show. In the show. And yeah. especially it's in the industry as well entertainment mm-hmm. industry mm-hmm. um and i was just like well you know like my mind is so i'm just curious graham did you receive any criticism um from making your play because we're talking about yeah. like queer media and like how like you kind of have to be careful about like what you put out there so um nothing along those lines i mean i did have a few people saying you know it's like well i mean yeah they should go to jail yeah from jail mm-hmm. oh wow really jail. yeah but i mean that was it. I didn't really. Yeah. I didn't really feel blocked with mm-hmm. this um, mm-hmm. because I've learned not to seek white validation. Mm-hmm. So nice. that's a good thing. Yeah. I, yeah. And it's hard. It's so I'm hard. I'm gonna go to sleep it, like telling that in my head. You do not need white validation <laughs> today, B. Yeah. Yeah. It's like so much easier. Like my, yeah, <laughs> yeah, might as well be so much smoother. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you just gave me a new mantra. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> No problem. No I'm going to call it my partner. I don't need your white validation. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I, di- I didn't really feel blocked mm-hmm. or, or mm-hmm. anything with this. Because, so. mm-hmm. I mean, with the whole web series thing, I didn't have a middleman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was me. I financed it myself. Mm-hmm. I, I awesome. got help um, from other people. I mean, all the actors generously donated their time for free. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. So How was, long was it was running some, for? Oh, we just had one performance okay. at Texas Southern University. Mm-hmm. How long ago was that? Oh God, last year I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's last year. Is has it there, been that long? Uh, Jeez, it's been yeah. It's crazy. Is there plans yeah. to like revive it or bring it back? So I have rewritten it. I've added um, because there was a Greek chorus in it, um, but because of time and just where I was at, I wasn't able to get the number of actors I wanted. Mm-hmm. So I added like a larger Greek chorus in the play um, and kind of expanded it a little bit. I actually need to update it now that he's gotten his uh, plea deal and mm-hmm. everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Dang, that's awesome. Um, but yeah, Graham, thanks for for coming on. Um, it's been a blast. Yeah, one yeah. last. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. One last bit I want to cover up. So B was talking about being bisexual. Um, mm-hmm. And within me, the, bisexual, I'll know her. What? what? <laughs> bisexual B, who's that? So, so within the um, community, I guess like being queer or lesbian, there's a, a term called gold star. Have you heard about that? Have you heard of I that? haven't. I don't oh. know. Uh, <laughs> we could uh, like bring it away. <laughs> yeah. okay, okay. Bring it in. All right. Bring it so, in. So um, they mentioned it once on the O word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I remember when I first came out, um, I was still trying to get my footing and I would hang out with predominantly lesbians and they were trying to like fill me out or whatever. And they would ask if I was a gold star. And a gold star is someone that's never slept with or been with the opposite sex. Oh, well, I'm not a gold star. <laughs> I wasn't either. And yeah. I was just like, okay, why are I you putting me on the spot? Everyone make here me is any, No, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's it's very common to not be a gold star. Right. It's incredibly elitist to be a gold star and be like, hey, I'm a gold <laughs> yeah. star. I'm yeah. better than you. Yeah. Like, how gay are you? And it's just like... <laughs> Very this isn't biphobic. I mean, it's incredibly biphobic. Yeah. And also, it's it's transphobic too because generally, when lesbians are like, "I'm a gold star," they only talk about being with cisgender right. women right. of this. Of you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, and I, I'm not trying to shill lesbians at all. I'm just no. I'm just specifically talking about the ones that like go out saying, "I'm a gold star." Like generally, mm-hmm. whenever they say that, um, most of the time they're talking about being with only cisgender women too. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's it's isolating. It's not as cool as it seems. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we, as the team at Vera Queer, we should reclaim it. Yeah. yeah. We need to reclaim it. That's Yeah, and that's what we're going to do today. today. Right. <laughs> we're do that today. So um, means we are all our gold stars then, right? Since we've slept with people of the opposite sex. Yeah. Uh, well, no, 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 that, no. Oh, that's not how it works, <laughs> yeah, though. Yeah. <laughs> but it can be. Like, right. No, I mean, we can make it like um, that. But no, we wanted to give you a gold star, Graham. Oh. oh. Uh, like, just... So what we wanted to do is just give it to people who are actually doing things within the uh, queer and LGBTQ community. Thank you. Um, you know, that are... Yeah, you're like, you're out there, you're putting stuff out yeah. there. Um, oh, I just want all the listeners to know that Maya and I were at the Black Lives Matter protest in yeah. front of the Super Bowl. Oh my gosh! Yes, that that was awesome because they had the um, the oh god, the Uh, the, indigenous people. Yeah, they came. They came. The water's life Mm -hmm. folks. Yeah, it was a blast. It was it was packed. Um, and this is like right before the Super Bowl had started, and people were Mm -hmm. walking in into the Mm -hmm. Reliant. Is that where it was at? Energy, energy. Um, and so they were walking in like cops were just everywhere Mm -hmm. barricading. Yeah, um, it was. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, yeah. I mean, what we were there for, obviously, you know, what we were protesting for mm-hmm. was like mm-hmm. not a good cause. I mean, it is a good cause for us to be protesting. Yeah, it was just good saying. to see so many people there, right. mm-hmm. just so passionate about yeah. mm-hmm. ending yeah. the bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and <laughs> yeah, you're our inaugural gold star. Yeah, Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so thank you for listening and thanks for coming in, Graham. Thank uh, you for having me. Thank you. It's been fun. Yes, it's been fun. Yeah, this is really good. <laughs> All right, thanks everyone. We'll see y'all later. Bye. Bye. Mocking Bird Network.